You are now tuned into Basic Concepts. Everything is copacetic. Welcome back to another episode of Basic Concepts, the perfect podcast for never. We are on episode 46. Just some housekeeping. I have a Patreon. If you're interested in learning uh, marketing techniques and all types of um, <clears throat> production techniques, I have a lot of workflows. I have a lot of recipes and I have a lot of cookbooks and, and workouts that you can use to get faster and better at certain things. Help you build infrastructure. Um, some artists need infrastructure in their life. Some people need infrastructure in their life. And I have um, taken many, many, many courses and I've done many, 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 many seminars and webinars and all that stuff. And, um, and I've gathered up a whole bunch of info and I would love to help you expand your brand outside of what it just is. So uh, check out the Patreon. Um, I give a lot of exclusive content out there, extended stuff from what I don't do here. Um, you'll be getting direct emails and newsletters and updates of stuff that I just don't give to people and I don't want to share with people that don't want to know. A lot of people, they don't want to know. A lot of people, I don't know if they want to know, but, you know, it's like people want you to set up shop before they decide. And <clears throat> I just set up shop on my Patreon. You don't have to take the course. You can also uh, hit up my PayPal, donate. Um, that would be incredible as well. Uh, and in any other ways that I could find to help build this up, I would love to include you on that. Anyways, today, the great ch big chill. What? How, how do we chill? Um, there's There was a, a big, I got all hyped up. Well, I always get all hyped up, but um, <clears throat> following the argument with my, with my father and all this other stuff, I had gotten real hype about certain things, and I, I went on my usual rant, and I think that, the important part to take from all this is that you find peace. So today we're going to go over some things. I, I want to show you guys some really cool shit that I've learned that I've used to help me find peace. Um, kind of like give you a little insight to meditation and, and that kind of stuff and blah, blah, and who's a who and what they wah. So uh, I just want to say before we continue the the biggest thing that's going to help you just find any good vibery is being grateful and thankful and i don't mean be grateful and thankful because it's the right thing to do i mean look at the things in your life list them list them before you go to bed just list the things that you are happy about and you're thankful about and you're really grateful about what it does is it reminds you that you have so much good going on and that that alone once you get that you can practice getting more or trying to get whatever it is that you're trying to get that you apparently don't have and and like this is not one of those things where where I want to speak for people who don't have or who have less it's not a competition I, I mean some places are but it's not a, a competition of like well since you have that or you're doing that you're better than that person or anything like that and I think that there's a lot of things right now that create that with people I mean, people create that with themselves, but but just be mindful of that. Um, one of the biggest things that I had to do to help 
unlock my blessings or unlock things that I was trying to do in my life that that I felt like I couldn't do was I had to really be grateful um, about what I did have. And and it's hard. It's hard because sometimes you may not vibe with what you got. And that's it's okay. It's a human thing, man. Like no one's perfect. We didn't really ask to be born, you know. So if there's ever like something that you're upset that's happening that you don't feel is right, like, yeah, okay, feel always about it. But I recently heard someone say something that that struck me um, about like being at peace with yourself and all this mental health stuff. And and they said it used to be brave to come out with your feelings and it used to be brave to to express yourself and all that stuff but nowadays it seems like it's braver to just keep that shit in and deal with it yourself and go through it yourself and not make a big scene about it and not be all hunky-dory seems like that trend is coming back around which i think is funny um so that i don't beat um mental stability over the head I'm going to go through, I want to offer you an activity first, and then I want to go through, well, let's go through what feels right first. Let's do, what feels right right now, what I want to do is the Kujikiri, and I think I've been withholding that from you for too long, and I think it's about time to, to explain to you Kujikiri. <coughs> so, also, by the way, I got a, I just got a new son. I haven't named him yet. Let me know in the comments what I should name him. I always like to name guys like the Sherman, but I think this guy deserves a name. What should my bamboo plant desk plant name be? Okay, the Kujikiri. So, ninja. I be a ninja, you be a ninja. Today's episode is brought to you by Super Silver Haze and Gelato. Check out my strain review. That shit was great. For this Super Silver Haze Gelato. I mean, that's also makes a whole bunch of other stuff. But we won't get into that. It's a different set of videos. Kujikiri. So, the Kuji-in or the Kujikiri are the nine symbols or the nine slices. It's a meditative technique. It's a meditative practice. It's a meditative ritual situation i mean you've probably seen it dude sits on his knees and he's got his sword in his little holster and he does nine slices like like a and each slice represents a different level of awareness of the situation as you get higher and higher in the levels you reach the state of zen or you're kind of reaching for that so I've been practicing this recently because I have a hard time meditating, or I did before, um, a lot more before. I I grew up Muslim, so I was raised to pray five times a day, um, and that is a meditation in and of itself, and I think that is the same kind of practice and technique that connects you to the oneness of what is, what you would call the God of the universe, or uh, what have you, and... <clears throat> 
that didn't really stick. I was a kid and I grew up doing it. And, you know, between the language barrier, not the barrier. I mean, I can I can read and write Arabic and I can understand a little bit of it. I cannot really speak it. But, you know, just the barrier of what you're saying versus what you're doing and, and the connection. We, you know, you're not really traditionally supposed to do it in your native tongue, even though you can. And <clears throat> and that's cool. But be that as it may, I grew up kind of fell out of touch with it and and within the past few years fell back in touch with it and things have kind of been stacking up in cool interesting ways not because of it only i just know it it helps me now so what they alternatively have are something called the kuji in which are the nine seals the nine symbols and each seal or symbol represents an idea that when you stack up on top of each other, you reach this peaceful mind state. So I'm going to share with you a little bit of what I do um, in, in hopes that it helps you because th- because this podcast and this all my content, I want to help you. Um, and that's the thing about it. I, I, I first am here to present the basic ideas of what are going on, the basic concepts. If, ask anyone who knows knows me. Basic concepts has been in my aura and in my mind and in my spirit and just what I've been doing since I was a youth like like young I'm still young fairly but just a child Kujikiri so I personally when it comes to meditating I like to find a mantra to get you into the meditation there's a lot of people things that you can look up and find and f- figure out mantras. There are tons of mantras you can use to get you centered. I don't necessarily like any of them. Um, I know I've also read a book uh, or started to read a book by this guy who had a, he had like a, I guess he had a nervous breakdown on, on TV. Now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications may be providing a big bonus. Researchers report People who take cholesterol-lowering drugs called statins for at least five years may also lower their risk for cancer. But it's too early to, to prescribe statins slowly for cancer production. At this point, I realize I'm helpless, so I bail right in the middle. Uh, that does it for news. We're going to go back now. He's a new, he was a newscaster, and, and then he just, from that point on, just got in touch with himself, became the spiritual like reader, leader, thought leader or whatever. And he wrote a book on meditation. He wrote, it's a meditation for the restless or something. I don't I forget his name. It's a cool, I mean, what got me into meditation was starting to read that book and not because of what he said, just because of like, why am I reading this guy's trauma? He's like telling you how bad his life is and how easy it could be for you. And I'm like, man, you don't need someone to tell you how shitty they have it going on for you to fucking be like, yeah, man, maybe I can whatever. You know, it's not like like you don't need someone to say, don't take my word for it. You know, you'll never have the same life as somebody else. So that's just a peace offering to the, like the idea of you have to, you sometimes just have to sit down with yourself. Sometimes you just have to sit down with yourself in complete silence. And when people are like, well, it's hard because I can't focus or whatever. Yeah, I know. Cause that's you and that's fine and whatever. And just listen and just ignore, just listen, ignore, listen, ignore. And, and I, and the mantra helps you ignore. So my mantra and I'll share with you is just breathing so whenever i'm going down to to meditate or i'm going to sit and i want to get quiet 
and and when I finally get in the zone, or to get to the zone, and I'm, you're 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 focused on your breathing. You're only th- when I say focus on your breathing, you're literally thinking about breathing. You're thinking about your breathing. You take con- back control of that subconscious thing. Get conscious about the subconscious. And when you're breathing, I I mean to remind myself to do it. I say just breathing. Just breathing. And you're going to have mad thoughts attack you. There's going to be so many thoughts. You're going to have ideas and things. and pe- like you're just gonna, It's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> sometimes it won't. And, and either way, it's good. When you're meditating, it's, that's good. Uh, and so take the thoughts, ignore them. Sometimes you have to think them through. And, and I mean, just try to ignore them. But if you've got to think it through, you think it through. Sometimes you fight, you'll be caught in a thought. And you'll be like, oh, come back. And that's the fun part, or it becomes the fun part, because then you start to see where, what's your brain's thinking about without you trying to think. And you see where your brain keeps going. And then what happens, and here's what's crazy, this is before you even get into the Kujikiri, you start to, f- to think things that you were thinking before that you, like, you start to remember things. Um, I mean, that's a big thing for me, like, not remember, but you start to, like, or you start to figure out pro- problems, solutions to problems that you had. And that's what's cool. Like, you'll be, be I beat, I think so much, I beat myself up over in the head, over the head. Um, Brooklyn. It's just what it is. And just breathing, and just breathing, and just breathing. It's so difficult to t- make yourself stop doing stuff. But yo, think about how much you're just like on Instagram. Just scrolling just scrolling that's some people's mantra just scrolling just scrolling just scrolling what you doing just scrolling killing time just scrolling scrolling some of you motherfuckers are just trolling you should get back to just breathing just exist for a fucking second so you breathe you knock those thoughts out. Keep knocking the thoughts out. Deeper breaths. You knock the thoughts out. They come. You let them go. And then, when you're ready, it may be five minutes. It may be immediately. It may be sometimes I do it like try to do it quick when I don't have time. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You get into your first symbol. The first symbol is Rin. Power. Power. In the seals and in the symbols, power, you do your hands like this. You, you take your clasps and you just point it. Don't squeeze too hard. You could if you're a martial artist. There's like a martial artist way to do it. And then there's like a, what do they call it? A philosopher, like a like the everyday person. It's like a meditator's way to do it. Martial artists do it because their whole body and they think like a weapon and all that shit. It's always tough. Um, but you can do either one. They both work, though, because these are meridian. You're, we're starting to work with electronic meridian shit, and that's, that's so crazy. It's so fun. It reminds me of Avatar, The Last Airbender, or something like weird. Anyways, so you have, you have power. And power represents the raw energy. It's your lowest chakra. It's, 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 the, it's, the, it's the fire that just goes no matter what. It's the fire. You can try to, you can try, you can't stop it. You can only hope to contain it. And, and 
when you realize that you have the power to do whatever it is that you want, that's when you start to realize your power is the power is the power that you're seeking. That's the, you have it already. It's there. You are, you're it. Well, we won't get there yet. That's too deep. So you have Rin and you're supposed to say something with each one of these. I've kind of like read up and studied and kind of done a little with this research. And I found that while the mantras are cool and I would love to say them in Sanskrit and memorize them, I'm not at that level yet. I just, like got down the names and all the ideas and concepts and the, and the philosophy and whatever. So I'm not tripping too hard if I don't have those mantras memorized because it's not about that. It's about some of the mantras are simple in English. So the power mantra, did you say to yourself, Orin, power, I have the power. I have the power to do whatever it is that I want. I personally like to add my own little flair. I say I have the power to do and put whatever it is, all, all my energy into whatever it is in my mind, my, my mind pleases or my mind wants. I have, I have the power since I was born. I've had the power to put my energy towards whatever it is that I would like to and whatever my mind desires outside my body. Like you just, you have that power. You have the freedom of choice. We won't get into fate and all that kind of stuff. Like what you choose is fucking, that's a whole nother story. Sometimes you can just stop at this. Sometimes you just need this. And that's okay. Like as you're learning this and I was doing it too, you, you, they're supposed to be stacked. You can't go to the next one unless you get the first one. And the first one, power, like there's no need to go to Zen or anything beyond that. If you're just, if you don't have, know that you have the power. So once you get the idea down that I have the power, then you go to peel or kill. Either way. So that's when you, so it's the same thing, hands clasped. <clears throat> and then you take your middle fingers and you bring them up over your pointers. Now, if you did it individually, it would just look like you got the two, the two bangers, right? And then you take the other two fingers, you clasp them, and then you got peel. Now, this is the meditator's way to do it because it's soft. But if you want to do the martial artist way, touch those fingers. It's It may hurt at first. You got to get used to it. Um... What I, how to get from one to the other? I usually go from the from the prayer hands to urin, and then I go back to prayer hands, and then I go to pio. You know, sometimes you may have to do this with your fingers. Don't fucking trip if you can't, man. You'll get used to it. It's not about the fucking technicality of that shit. So pio is potential. It's your potential. It's what you could possibly do with with all that power because now that you have the power it's like what do you do with it it's all still power but if it's not you know it's like um object at rest will remain at rest unless acted upon by another object and an object in motion will remain in motion unless acted upon by another object in a different direction of equal or greater force that's the, that's the energy equation that's the energy theory now the potential is where you could possibly be going that's what that's if you that goes back to our particle um episode uh if, if you're interested in checking that out you know um particle episode yeah you don't, you never really know you are a bunch of particles you have the potential to be wherever but you are energy so you are the electrons so the mantra for pyo or kyo is i have the potential i have the potential to do whatever it is i put my mind to 
So I have the power. I have the potential. You don't do it like that. I, I make sure I say them all and I say the name and I understand what I'm saying and I feel it. And you have to feel it. You have to understand. You have to be there. And then once you get to the next one, PL, uh, that's the potential. Then what you have to, the important, the next important step after potential is talk. Now, there's two ways to do it. There's the meditative way, which is you're taking your two pointers, the ones that you've been pointing and locking in with each other, and you're going to internalize them. You're going to put them into each other like that, and then you're going to clasp your other hands. You're going to point your two other fingers outside. Now, the meditative way, I usually don't do the meditative way. I only do the meditative way when I when my fingers are too um, dry and I can't get... Um, a good hold on them but but the 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 warrior way the martial arts way after you go pyo you this is crazy ready watch this you take your pointer and you put it down in between your middle finger and your ring and you take your other one you do the same and then you take your middle fingers and you lock them down so again your pointers both go down. They skip. Uh, they skip a. Um. They skip a hole. Don't don't put them in between the pointer and the middle. Put them in between the middle and the ring. So you put one down, and then you put the other down. It's gonna feel tight. And then you take your two middle fingers and you put them in that hole, and you and you lock it and you lock them in. You gotta like work your fingers, and you lock them in and you get that lock that meridian in. You know. So I usually go from prayer hands, put them down, toe. This is toe. Now, toe and keep your pointer straight. Toe is harmony. Toe is when you internalize your power and you internalize your potential and you realize that it's all within you, then you become at peace. Then you become, then you start to realize the next mantra, which is everything is the way it is. That's it. Everything is the way it is. Some things you can't change. Some things you can, but everything is the way it is. Somebody did that. Yes, they did that. Don't get upset. It just is the way it is. You can get upset. But then when you come back to zero, realize everything is the way it is. You have to accept like the meditative part. Like, let's take this, for example. What do you hear? What do you hear where you are? What do you hear on this video? You know, what what's real? What's happening? What are you experiencing? Everything just is the way it is. So when you're meditating, if there's noise outside, that's just there. Just because you observe it doesn't make it anything. It just is. Your observation of it makes you aware of it, or barely, if you're not paying attention, but... Your observation of it doesn't change what it is. Your observation just changes how you it, it, how you interpret it, or or it just dictates how you interpret it. And there are people can be looking at the same thing, the same sound, the same noise, the same situation, the same thing happening, and experience it in a different way. And your experience is your truth. The truth is that it just is. So you harm so you're in harmony. So again, Rin, power, Pyo, potential. To harmony.
Now, some of these feel good, man. When you really like sit and you like let that energy flow and you like understand what's good, man. Harmony. The next one is Sha, my favorite. So last time you put your pointers in between your middle and your ring. This time you're going to put your ring in between your middle and your pointer. So you're going to go up like that. And then you take your middle fingers again, lock it down. Your middle fingers are the locking ones. And then you should have this going on top and bottom. So if that's too complicated, you can do the, the, the non-martial arts way and just take your two middle fingers uh, and just lock them in with the rings and do that. A very peaceful one. Sha is healing. After you take your power and your potential and you harmonize it and you internalize it, then you can work on healing. Healing yourself, healing those around you, healing the world, one person at a time, one step at a time, one word at a time, one thought at a time, one fucking second at a time. Healing. I really, really, really enjoy sitting in Sha. I really enjoy that. Healing. Because I believe that's what a lot of people are. Fuck a lot of people. Me. I focus on the healing. For the peace. So healing. Now, the mantra for this is I have... I mean, I usually say I have the power and the potential to heal. I can heal and I am healing myself. I have the power and potential to heal myself and others in the world around me. And everything I do is for healing. So you think just feel feeling, feel, feel healing feelings, right? You have to feel the healing feelings. Anyways, I hope you're able to see this. Um, hopefully my, my hands aren't like out of frame. And then... Uh, after Sha, then you have Kai, which is intuition. And Kai, intuition, that level, it starts to get metaphysical. Because intuition is like guessing what's going to happen. And guessing what's going to happen only can truly be, like exist if you realize or when you realize that you and I are the same person. Or the same being or the same thing the same energy the same planet like and I don't mean like we're doing the same things exactly but we are the same thing so another way to think about it is if you, when you get quiet and you say take a minute to look take like if you think about like what's inside of you like what's in your head right or what's in you and what's inside you and then think about everything around you that's not you. Like, you have to not separate that. You have to, like, you can't view that as an existent concept. It can't be like, well, there's me, and then there's this room, and then there's the air in the room. No, it's like, it, it, it just is. You, it, there's no you anymore. It's like it, the energy. I don't want to say the it, but the God power, the it's like the best way to put it is look inside, <laughs> but not inside yourself. When I say look inside, go back to listening. Listen. All of that was you. 
I mean, I say us. You consuming this is part of the realization. You experienced that just now. So if it's hard to get, I would, I would say Google it. But like, yeah, maybe you got to Google it. Um, there's also some links that you can get that, that really talk about like the, um, they call it the Dharma, the philosophy of it. But, you know, the intuition comes from, like when you guess what somebody's going to do, it's like it's a martial artist concept. You know, you just take your fingers, also the hands, they just go right at the at the base of the of the the fingertips. It's like it's like guessing what someone's gonna do in the martial artist one, you know, when you when you can kind of almost like to the point oh 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 one see their body and predict what they're gonna do, you know, that kind of thing, or when you look at someone's face and you can predict like there's certain things you can predict. That intuition, you've practiced that muscle. It's that. It's having that with everything. It's realizing that. But it's like, but that's the being one thing. So the intuition comes from the realization that you have, you have stake in every, like you are everything or, you, or everything is you. But, you know, it's, it's hard to explain. Um, but it's not if you're a good teacher. I'm, I'm, I'm not the greatest teacher. This is the first time I'm really trying to explain this to someone. So I hope that concept um, kind of stuck. Now, this is very similar to the next one, which is Jin, which is uh, awareness. Now, intuition and awareness are, are almost one and the same. One is like a predictive gut guessing, and awareness is, is intuition is the predictive gut guessing, and the awareness is the realization that you are everything, or you are nothing, and you are like, like the distance between you and the next person you realize it's the air molecule, so there's not nothing there, right? It's not a vacuum. But to realize that that space between you two is also you two and also you. And, and like when I explain something to you and you realize it, it's the global consciousness and we're all realizing it. And if we all see something and realize something together and we share that experience, then we can all kind of get to the same synchronicity where we're keeping the, obviously keeping the earth intact. But I don't know. It depends whether the light energy or the dark energy is going to take over. That's the idea. That's the idea with all of these things. There's people that take and there's people that leave. There's people that like take for business or money or for gain. And then there's people that like tend to leave or, or preserve or whatever. And like, you know, and, and the thing about the human experience, the yin and the yang, the yin and the yang is they meet on opposite ends. So when you call somebody conservative, I mean, they have they like or when you have like somebody who's like really liberal, but the liberal person is more conservative with the, what they do and their, how they act and their they, the conservation is a big thing in their home. They're conservative. And people who are conservative, who are like liberal with the way they do this and do that and spend their money or, or eat or, or whatever. I'm not saying this is all the thing, but, you know, it's all the same. You know, capitalism, socialism, this is and that is and it's all the same shit. You and I are connected underneath the water. People talk about being on an island. You're on that land and I'm on this land, but the land connects underneath. So we're technically on the same land. If the water wasn't there, we could walk to each other. So it's just like, how, how do you have the resources to get you over the water or across the water is the real thing. But be that as it may. Kai. Jin. These two mantras that you say to yourself is. I am in. I say look in. I think about looking in 
I'm aware. I have the intuition. You start to realize that the, the sounds that you're hearing are just part of the experience. Then you move to Retsu. Retsu. Um, Retsu is when you take your, your hand, you put your pointer of the other hand in the palm. I think there's a proper hand to use, but hopefully I'm not teaching you the wrong one. And then you put your thumb down. Now, this hand here is the, supposed to represent the body. And this finger here is supposed to represent the spirit. And Retsu is dimension, which is the, the point at which your body and your spirit meet. You know, when somebody dies, like, what does that mean when they die? Do they go somewhere? Where, why do they stop moving? Like, what is it that leaves them when, they, when, when their soul is gone or the spirit is gone? So Retsu is dimension. And that's when you realize that you are a brain with veins hanging out and nerves hanging out underneath, sitting inside of a body that you're just pulling and controlling. You're not really the body, you know? You are what is inside of the body, the experience. If you were the body, you would also be the, I mean, think about your body is also the bacteria. Your body is cells moving around and doing things. It's all doing its own thing, but your spirit is what's holding it together. So that is a little bit trippy for some folks, but you know, work your way up from power. When you work your way up from power, potential, you know, when you internalize it, you know, and after you internalize it, uh, you're going to heal. And after you heal, then you'll be able to realize that you and the person you're healing, you're actually healing yourself. Um, and that's when you realize that it's it's all part of the experience. And then after dimension, uh, you go to creation. And creation is the Jay-Z thing. <laughs> creation is when you realize that the power that is, all the energy and all that stuff, it's just your ability to create. You can create experience, you can create things, you can create ideas, you can create the greatest power that you have ever been given was the power from birth to direct your mind to whatever ends you desire. That's it. That's it. That's the creator's power. That's the power of the creator. He gave you that power. She gave you that power or it gave you that power. Like ad infinitum is the power to create. They created, you were created to create infinity that's why we've made things we already did the simulation episode so you have the power to create you know creation i i respect the creation when i do this and i do when i get to this my mantra is i have the ability to create whatever it is i that i desire and i'm grateful i have to feel gratitude because that is a crazy power, man. That's just unbelievable. And this is like... Again, we're here with the heavy shit. <laughs> and then after that, then you get to Zen. And the Zen is you take the hand that was the body for your dimension, for your spirit, and you just drop it down. And Zen is not just peace, but Zen is the ultimate realization that you're everything and nothing at the same time. And I don't mean like... I'm all that I want to be and I'm nothing that I want to be at the same time. It's like you are every person that exists. Like we have already happened. If you look at everyone at the same time, there's no way, there's no way that, you, that it's just your experience and then it's done. 
it's like you are part of this conglomerate thing happening that is that means so much but then when you look far enough away it means so little and then around that starts to look like so much but if you start to move far enough away that seems like so little so it's like this idea that you are everything and nothing and when you realize that and i don't mean realize it like realize it like i get it i mean like you've like feelize that you have to feel feel it and really really internalize it you get a little numb and and then you're just then then you're not angry then it's like what are you mad about i mean that shit works for me i'm offering that to you because we ninjas man (laughs) i mean brooklyn what am i supposed to do it's 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 the ninja way my brain my mind is is the most delicate fragile thing in my experience in my existence sticks and stones could break my bones but for some reason words are also very 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 powerful (laughs) they won't they won't like kill me but man that whole like sticks and stones will break my bones or words will never hurt me thing it's like words are powerful fam So, you know, I just ask people to be grateful for what it is that I do in general. The only reason I fight with my father, for example, is because, you know, I wouldn't take the kind of, like, stuff that he says sometimes from people who I don't know. And, I mean, maybe vice versa. He could say the same thing. But it's like, just say thank you. Just be grateful, man, because I don't have to do this. Um... I recently saw. Uh, well, I don't. I don't know if I want to get into the Curtis King thing. I mean, fuck it, right? <laughs> There's a dude, Curtis King. He's he's um, he's a producer. He does a lot of like production stuff. He's very good. He's not like other producers. He's very helpful. He gives away a lot of free content, a lot of good shit. Excuse me. I saw myself similar to somebody like him. I let myself be a little bit more emotional and ang- excuse me, angry out front. And I'm not at the level where my my negative angry behavior affects my money and affects my my structure. I'm building my structure upon those kind of dark ideas. So I don't so and I've also have like certain pathways and plans like we're different people. So I've never really saw I saw him as an example of someone of of a potential of what I can be. Um, But I also was like man he's taking up a lane that's so close to mine that if I get if I do anything more like him, um, you know, it would be it would be weird to have two people try to occupy that space or close. Because there's a lot of people that are really close to him. There's like DJ Payne one, um, Busy Beats, Letter L Beats also does a lot of stuff too. There's a lot of guys that are positively like doing making an impact and doing stuff like producer wise. And he recently got off of YouTube, like as of like this past week like of the recording of this video and i don't mean got off of youtube he did he stopped uploading videos to youtube he basically switched his subscribers to a um a website based model that's subscription based like monthly 20 dollars a month thing for his website exclusive content all that kind of stuff because what was happening was he wasn't being able to monetize on some of the videos that he was making because of what was in it so like i said before in the other videos as of january um 2018 you have to have let me get it right 
1,000 subscribers and 4,000 total hours of view time on your channel to be eligible. And the 4,000 hours have to come from the, year, from the 12 months prior of you uploading. So if you think about it, you have to work really hard in order to even monetize your channel with ads on YouTube. And they called it the adpocalypse. Um, the reason why that happened as well is because YouTube did that to kind of like keep all the shitty people away from uploading so much like shitty content that, that you can't monetize because because advertisers started to pull out because they saw where their ads were being put in front of certain videos and, and Tide, Bleach and awesome, you know, the PepsiCo's, all the fuck boys. They don't want to put their dollar in the wrong place because there's a lot of more doofuses in the world that won't buy their products and write letters to them saying, man, your ad was in front of some stupid niggers content. And then they like, and they just make a fuss and then the advertisers, it's just easier for the advertisers and the big companies to just pull out. So they pull out. Um, and that affects a creator, a creative, creative, especially if they're not maximizing their brand ambassador deals and their promotional deals on the channel. So sometimes you'll see broadcast podcasts and stuff where people are like, they do their own ads. They have like their own promotions. Hey guys, check this out. I blah, blah, blah. Got this from here. Blah, blah, blah. That's cash fam. That's money. I'm telling you that's money. That's good money. If you do that a lot, that's a lot of good money. So people don't get that shit though. Fucking dumb fucks. They're not dumb. It's just like, it's just, it, it's only dumb because so many people ask so many questions and try to figure this shit out. And that's, what's funny. And Curtis King offered that to people in the most positive fashion. And he had the tendency to just delete or get rid of comments of people who were negative. And I guess it reached a breaking point and he couldn't deal with it. So what he did because of things were getting taken down and he would try to like address things in certain ways. And, you know, like just the, the he was being constrained by YouTube, which is coming down with a hammer on like how they're structuring their shit. It's becoming more like that's what happens with these things. They get tapped by big industry and big media and big corporations and then they get all sterile. So he switched his subscribers over to his website and he, I think he did $20 a month for people and he had like 90 subscribers sign up or something. And he basically made the amount, he basically like made the amount of money that he made in the past five years off of YouTube alone. And that was interesting because I always talk about the way producers and people monetize and, you know, dude, this guy works so hard and when he got off of YouTube and he did the subscribers and he reached his goal quickly and, and he celebrated. He went back to YouTube and did a stream um, and went live. And he went live in a way that I had never seen him before. And I am so happy he did because I'm not it's not about like dragging someone to your level or making someone more negative or something. But it's like it's it's just refreshing to see when someone at such an influential level can be so real with people and tell you the things that he was saying and the things that he was saying in that video especially about the producer world like it's there's so much i told you so in that video and there's so much shit where i'm like fucking exactly and i am so like i i'm constantly constantly beating shit over the head with like do this do that you you know you don't have to do anything i recently stopped like helping people publicly or talking to people about music development shit like that because yo if you don't do it you won't know and if you do it you just do it you don't talk about it you just do it and if you're talking about it you're fucking stalling and I don't mean like this I mean like if you're talking about what you're gonna do that's stalling 
quit stalling. More people want someone to hold their hand and give them permission to do shit than they actually are like have the power and potential to do shit. I didn't start releasing cannabis content until my wife gave me the thumbs up. I would never do that. I would never go all in on that, man. I have a family. I have, like, image to, like, uphold. And you have, like, there's certain things. I don't care if you see me smoke, but if I'm going to make it a thing, I need to make it a thing. That's what I'm into. I'm not going to fucking hide it. And I'm in a place where I can do that. So that's good for my brand. I wouldn't do it where it's illegal because it's harder to do. And you start to build up negative content on yourself in an illegal way. So figure out your shit. But Curtis King had switched over. And some of the things that he said he went through was fucking crazy. And a lot of it had to do with racism. A lot of young white kids just, they called him nigger. A lot of young white kids, like, treated him shittily. A lot of young white kids, like, I mean, people in general treat him shittily. He also got that treatment from blacks. I'm not going to say it was white specific. But it was surprising how much racism was just so blatant in this shit. And he's from young kids. And and he's a nice guy, so he's not going to respond with more negativity. He just kept pushing it out, pushing it out. But after he switched his content over and he, you know, he did a little subscription model and he did his little thing, which was cute how he did it. I really liked how he did it. I'm always about the launches and shit. But, you know, he launched his infrastructure and he made that guap and then he talked his shit. And that video is the most refreshing video I've seen in a while of these producer guys doing and talking their shit because goddamn. God damn, when is somebody going to keep it real? Like, if I told you the things that were told to me with the stuff that I'm trying to do, like, people, like, the no's that I've gotten from people and the no's that I've gotten from um, companies and, and, and influencers and things like of that nature with the stuff that I'm trying to build, um, for different reasons, I'm not, I don't ever get mad. I just see it as, a, as an opportunity to grow. And so when I see someone like Curtis King, who's doing something I would love to do or something similar, and, and I, but I don't have the stomach for it. I couldn't tell people over and over and over again to do better, like with production. Like, why the, like what the, like the such, I don't know. We're not going to get into that. Like, there's just so much that you can be like researching and Googling yourself. And yes, that means someone else's content will be viewed. But it's like, I don't think it's fun spending my whole life telling people to do what it is to do because here's the thing if i'm spending all my time trying to build infrastructure to tell people how to do what to do like when am i ever doing what i'm saying i'm doing and then you have people fucking calling you hypocrite because they don't see you doing the same like it's like it's this weird cycle of what people expect from you and then what they want from you and, and what they are doing and all this other shit um and i and i give so much props to, to him props to you curtis king god damn that it was i'm so happy um Every day I'm on here fucking ranting about shit. Um, so so let's quickly talk about some uh, contradictions in in music or contradictions in in the world. I mean, I'm using music because this is what we're talking about here. But this this happens in the influencer world. Uh, question: Is it crazy if you keep trying something that doesn't work over and over and over again? Some people say uh, the definition of insanity is continue to try the same thing over and over again with the same results and continue to do that. Um, how do you feel that relates to persistence? And if the first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. And the difference between winners and quitters are the people who stay in the game and blah, 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 blah. So how do those two go into play? How do you feel like they have to do with each other? Um, is it better to keep trying? Is it better to dust yourself off and try again? How much of your technique should you change? 
like should someone just maybe stop producing if it's not working or if, or maybe stop painting or stop you know if they're trying to make their passion their money maker and it's just not making the money do they stick with it and keep brushing and keep painting and keep recording or do they say well this is insane to do this and keep doing it i think that's why people call artists crazy but there's a lot more people than just artists who do that it's gotta be um another contradiction uh repost groups Getting your numbers up. I love this conversation. I love this conversation. Fucking growth hacking. Man, I wish I could do this as a vote. If someone like goes on an Instagram growth website like Pop Social to like help accrue, you know, fans in the same fan group like the audience that they're supposed to be targeting and they and they are accruing people through like liking and unfollowing um ai like machine learning type stuff like i i want to call it bots but i say rope bots and people get all stupid if somebody was doing that on their own and spending their money to do that are those people that are in that person's audience legitimate or not real followers where do we where do we draw the line with that are those real followers are those real? And I'm not talking about like fake accounts with no followers with like bo- booty pictures of hoes. That, and I'm talking about real people that really get commented on by like real AI. But are those followers valid or no? Second question or next question. If someone had 300 followers on Instagram or something. And they just got really good music, though, or really good artwork. And somebody notices their shit with the little amount of followers. They don't do any of that growth stuff. If they get picked up by Universal or a big company and they get then they get uh, put into like some sort of publishing deal. And part of and then part of that deal is helping them grow their brand. Do you think let's say somebody gets signed or I get signed and then following that week and the news are dropping that week and 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 whatever else and they say okay i'll hook you up with a marketing guy and we got this and this guy's gonna do this and you know they start taking professional photos or whatever it is are those followers more meaningful than the ones that the person's doing the growth hacking on their own with the with the with the 50 with the with the dollars on the month and the and the you know which ones which one's better like people who have thousands and thousands and thousands of followers because they do good work and their work is good like they didn't always just every day one person at a time grow sometimes they partnered with somebody if you partner with somebody and you and you like get in touch with their audience and somebody like tags you and then and then you get 10,000 followers is that valid is that the only valid way like a cosign it's that bullshit man that's that fucking bullshit The fuck is self-promotion then? Oh, you can only get on with a cosign. It's like, yes, I get that concept a whole lot. Jammer also talked about that too. Like, you know, how are you going to be hot if your mans don't say you're hot? But we're in a time where we don't need our mans to say we're hot, fam. <laughs> There's other people. And if you think that someone who's into your shit, who you don't know, let's say you put up music that you made on the internet for free and you did it 
and you put it up and somebody in Saskatchewan enjoys it. What are you going to fucking say that that person's an asshole and you don't think that they're a valid person that should like your music or something? Next question. When doing advertisements on Facebook, and you're growing your audience, let's say you're trying to, to build your audience a little bit, so you do an ad to get people to like your page. So you put up a picture of yourself that's like this, and you say, if you like weed and dubstep and whatever, like this page. Are those people fake? If they like it? What if they live in Brazil? What if they live in India? Are you stupid? Never in my life, man, like, have I seen such fucking snooty capitalistic behavior? Oh, yeah, they're from Nicaragua, so they don't really count. Fuck you! Bro, if I showed you my inbox of people from other countries that are, like, into my shit, my sound packs, my videos, my music, and they tell me, and they're happy, and they're young kids... That don't have these kind of... They don't have fucking colored folk doing the shit. Unbelievable from people. Unbelievable. That's why I get hyped. Because you have people that judge so heavily on people that don't feel like they're like the same. Now, that being said, doesn't mean the money exchanges the same all the time. It doesn't mean that you're always going to make all of the money. It just means you'd have to spend more money in that area to make the amount of money that you'd make in some place like the United States spent selling ads. But why the fuck would you think that the United States is the only place that you're supposed to be trying to sell shit, man? Get real. Get real. America's not the only place that exists. And it ain't the best every time. It's actually mostly the fucking dumbest. Not the point. I'm just curious, what are fucking real fans? What are real followers? I won't ignore that the juke, the stats can be juked nowadays. But you have to accept the bubble. It's like with anything that happens. There's a bubble. The housing bubble, there's like, there's always, there's not, it's just, it's inflation. It's like this. Before this, you weren't on Instagram. Instagram existed. You chat talk about Instagram. Didn't want to get on it. Now you're on it. Now everybody's on it. It's changed. It's not what it used to be. Now it's different. Now it's better. Now it's more. Now it's more like Snapchat. Now these things change. So now that everyone's here and their mother, that what goes into it and what comes out of it is just different. It's just different. And it's like. <coughs> Now, having a lot of followers doesn't mean that you did something good or influential or talented to get those followers. You could have paid for those. So when you see someone with a lot of followers 
and you don't think that they deserve them, first of all, you're judging them. Second of all, fuck you. Third of all, it doesn't mean that they're shitty people. It means that they can afford to grow their audience in that way. Now, if the, now I will say if those people are bots, fuck those audiences. But if those are real people that they've accrued, who are you to fucking... They're running ads, man. They're advertising their brand. The people who have an option to not follow back or anything. You know what I'm saying? How often are you getting like commented on by like things? You have an option to not follow. That's that bullshit. So, and so when you see somebody that maybe doesn't look like they deserve it, right? Maybe it's that they just have a bigger fucking budget than you for that shit. And if you could do it and not tell anybody, you would. And that's like when that's when people grow too fast. They're like, oh, he grew too fast. How you get them that many overnight? It's like, Jesus, come off of this overnight thing. We have the internet. You could do fucking so much overnight. Virility. <laughs> Epidemics. Man. Uh, so So then... You know, it's like, goes back to, to that question. What is a real follower? And like, what is a legitimate follower? And like, you know, that's why people hate Kim Kardashian. Because she didn't do any growth hacking. She just did some real nasty shit. And it went public. And, and now she has flipped her brand into a money-making fucking thing and she has so many followers you know how many chicks i see watch look at kim kardashian and the kardashians instagram page when i'm out in public and they're just looking you know they'll never like something you know they don't want to get get caught liking that shit it's like fucking being a trump supporter right but She's doing what everybody wants to do. Turn your shitty circumstance into cash money and into brand opportunities and business and all that shit. And that's funny. So people just hate. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm always curious about that talk about the about the fucking the bots and the and the AI fucking conversation, you know? It's like People get mad because they can't use... There's, there's going to be somebody mad at everything. People get mad because they can't afford that shit. I know rappers that are like, yo, man, you know, I, I spent some money for a few months for a while. And then, you know, then you stop. You just turn it off. And then you get the amount of money. It comes... It's like a signifier. But the signifier should signify something different. It, you know, if you're thinking that it signifies that that person ain't shit, you're funny because you're just reflecting. But if you think that signifies that that person invested in themselves and they obviously spent money, then fucking... Then that's what they did. And you didn't, and you don't, and so what? And you chose the fucking other route. So what? Stop fucking being so mad about it. I mean, maybe. Be mad. But go be mad somewhere, like, on, on, a, on your own podcast with your own fucking five, fo- 500 followers or however many, like, works for you, right? The real ones. You know, like, what? what's a repost group? I'll explain to you what a repost group is. A repost group is when someone takes an AI infrastructure and says, yo, I put somebody in here. I put two, three people in here and I make them all repost what each other's posting or repost what each other puts into the into the machine. And the more people you add, the more people can repost it. So if, so if I have a song in a 10,000 person repost chain, 10,000 people will repost my shit. And then it's up to 
Well, I mean, not necessarily 10,000 people. I'm part of a cycle of those 10,000 people as well. So you get part of this like group. And the fun part about repo chains is there are repo chains that kind of cater to a certain sounds, like different sounds. Like if you ever see the, the Partica artist group, like, or you ever see like, uh, that, that's a very specific sound or like, uh, the goblins layer, like that's a very specific sound and they, and they're, they're building, they're pretty big, um, um, goblins army, the goblins layer, they're, they're a big repos group. There's tons of repos groups, tons. And a lot of labels use repos groups as like a money making thing. Like the secrets out, you know, you, if you build up enough influence, you can charge, yo, people need exposure. It's that simple. So if you're bitching somebody out for, like, paying for fucking plays, who the fuck are you? Nobody pays for plays. Nobody pays for plays. Like, maybe there's companies that pay fucking um, those Indian outsourcing companies to press play on all those machines. But you want to know what's funny? You know who does that? Big label corporations, dick. You've never known anyone in your life that's submitted to one of those fucking... Indian outposts, those are super highly illegal and you have to have a lot of money to do that successfully and, and safely and, and fucking without getting your account shut down. So it's like, come on, don't be so fucking pointy. Look at them, look at what they're doing. They're not doing it right. I'm not advocating for you to like pay for plays i'm saying repos groups are not pay for play repos groups are being part of a network it's like fucking when you join a, a they call them pods there was a pod era they call them pods if you've ever been a part of a, an instagram pod it's where a bunch of you guys are trying to beat the algorithm so you're like reposting each other's stuff but instagram got smart because so they, they started noticing that people were creating groups and oh if you thought that they can't read all your messages, you're funny. But they started noticing that people were creating groups of, of people and, and, and of friends. And they were all being like, I put up a new post. Check, you know, go like it and comment and, and all that stuff. And when you do that, it builds up traffic and it puts your posts more at the top of people's feeds. And it shows that your post has legitimacy. It beats the algorithm. So Instagram started noticing people were doing that. So they started to shut down or cut off or or penalize groups and people and accounts that were like in groups saying things like new posts and posts and when they see a lot of new posts and they would have people go and check and they would go and just break it up and, and that kind of shit that's funny who knows they may have put a bot in in charge to do that is that cheating is that <laughs> buying plays no you're not spending money wouldn't it be way fucking easier to do that than fucking like joining a pod? No, it's not honest. Well, if you work for the money, why the fuck not? Just curious. Like if you feel like you need to handpick every one of your fucking fans, but if you feel like somebody got signed to a label, they're allowed to just have a big boost of fans over a week or a month because they got they were got that double XL cover. Come on. Come on. Come on, son. It's about appearances. Why don't you just make your shit appear like something? The thing is that people are scared to look like something. <laughs> That's the first fucking thing that happens when you do it right. What? They hate. So look at what people are hating on. You got to think. It's not that. It's like fucking basic concepts, man. I should fucking drop the, the mic on that, man. But I'm not. Because I love you. 
I'm just curious if the repost shit is cheating or not. Are ju- are the are the pods cheating? I was gonna say jewel pod because I was part of a pod that had a bunch of youngins that were using jewels, so that we called our pod the jewel pod. What about groups and support groups and, and being part of like I don't know, man. Like, I don't, when you join a company, for example, when you're like writing for a company, is that cheating? No, is that more legitimate? I don't know. What if you create it? What if you create a group and you just guys are hacking? The, it's, it's it's growth hacking, man. I love how people hate on some t- forms of growth hacking, but not others. There used to be a time where people could only sell CDs out the back of a car. So it was like people in L.A. and New York only made it because that's where the most people are. It's not like that anymore. The internet's here. But it's like, oh, you know, when somebody makes it from the, from the coasts, you know, in the big cities, they're like, oh, it's because they're from that city. And that, and then it's like they just they just already, like, justify the reason why that person got it. And that's what's funny. So all I'm saying is don't be afraid of the bubble, man. Just be a part of the bubble. Watch it. I would love for this shit to be exposed. I want people's bank accounts exposed. I want people's e- emails exposed. I want everyone I want everyone to be able to be able to search everything. And re- so you can see that like it's all just appearances so that you can calm the fuck down because as much as you know it's about appearances it's like people choose to appear like they're not doing the big thing like the story of fucking uh i hope it's icarus i really hope it's icarus the dude who flew with his dad up to the sun and he said son you know don't don't go too high because your your wings will melt very potent story they they had wings made of wax this is like some mythological story and the son and the father had to take their flight and they had the wax wings and they're going out and they're flying with these huge wings and he said don't fly too high because you know and the son was like oh this is dope and he's flying he's flying he's flying and he went up and his wings melted i think and he fell in the water and was maybe eaten by sharks you pick your ending but he went too high what most people leave out of that story is don't fly too low because your wings will take on water and you can fucking sink and drown. So it's about trying to find that balance between making things appear a little bit like they're fucking running and, and, and running shit. And, and you, cause you won't, you don't want to stress yourself out. You don't want to feel like you're, you're fucking average, man. We're average. We're average. It's okay. Celebrate average. You're just average. You know, and and so are the people who are on top, but they have a lot of money behind them. And until you fucking put those together, you you won't be able to normalize it. I had a lot more to talk about, man. This was a thick episode. Uh, Let me know in the comments. Are repost groups cheating? What's cheating and what's not? I'm curious... Who, who's cheating, and, 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 you know, with their growth shit and who's not? And, like, when does it matter to have a lot of people and when does it not? My dad was like, oh, you know, uh, wh- whatever happened to designer? Whatever happened to that panda guy? Dude's got a blog. He's just vlogging. He's in Miami. He's just doing shows and vlogging. I don't know. What does he have to do? Like, what do you want him to do? Another hit song? Hey, vey. What is the number one song right now? What's the top song right now? Fuck, there's too many. It's too much music. It's too much music to be like, this is number one. Just go off the plays, you know? It's just like, I don't even, I don't want to, I don't want to start getting into that shit because, you know, it starts to become very, very messy very, very quickly. Um, We can continue another time. 
fucking subscribe. Make sure you click turn on the notifications. Basic concepts, basic podcast for never. I love you. Deuces. <laughs>